0: My guest today is Clayton Abernathy, a veteran entrepreneur with 28 years of experience in a wide variety of sales and management positions. He started his career working in construction during his high school years, which helped shape his passion for construction and real estate. Mr. Abernathy founded Ideal Institute in 2006 to provide alternative educational opportunities for students wanting accelerated or hands-on training. If you know anything about me, you know I love the trades, and I am a huge proponent for them. Just go back and check out episode 35, in which I say again, join a trade program. But before you go back and check out that episode, though, give Give a listen to this one and get ready to be amazed at a local Tucson program I think everyone should check out. Give it up for my guest today, Clayton Abernathy. Ah, But first, let's start the show off with some loud Monday morning wake up music. I would like to start by saying thank you for joining me today and being able to uh, discuss your, this is an incredible program (laughs) in my opinion already from what I've seen on uh, Mm -hmm. like the YouTube and like the, um, the press releases that have gone through and everything. I found you guys through like a a KOLD news article and I was like, this is, this is fascinating. So I'll just open up the floor to you and say, uh, could you give me a background about what ideal is to you? Sure.
1: Um, Ideal came through, uh, we've, been, we've actually been around for 15 years um, and originally I got started with Ideal as trying to create a real estate agent about uh, 20 years ago. Um, I got into real estate, became very successful pretty quickly and in doing so, I, and no offense to anybody, I, anything I say to anybody out there is I, I realized that real estate agents weren't trained. 90 hours of classes and you became a real estate agent make a long story short on that. um, I had success six months in a year into real estate and agents that had been in the business for 20 or 30 years started coming to me, asking me how I was being successful. And I thought, well, that's, that's kind of strange. I was a 19 year old kid, you know, and, and, and these, these older people in the business were asking me what I was doing. And I was like, I don't, I don't have any idea what I'm doing. (laughs) Don't you know what you're doing? And, um, and it made me start to think, you know, what is it that I'm doing? And um, and how do I create that success? And, and I'd run some marketing businesses prior to that. I had a, a lot of success in, in, in a lot of different areas in my life by the time I was 19. And I've been running businesses since I was 10 years old. And um, and so I started to kind of design a program to make real estate agents better. And in that, um, we started to look at what made, what made people successful, just all together. And one of the big things that I found a common denominator it with success was the ability to use your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of things that go into that now, but when I started it, I didn't know that. And so we we created Ideal um, back then, and what we were doing is we were putting real estate agents on construction sites, trying to get them to understand... Um,
0: From the ground up. Right. Really. Like what it takes... Exactly. ...to build something. Yeah.
1: And w- we... I ran into a bunch of problems, uh, putting a 60 year old lady on a construction site, digging a, uh, <laughs> a, a hole at a, in a hundred degree weather. I mean, that was not the smartest choice I'd made at, at age of 20 and 21, but um, I, I learned that um, that there was something to that. The continui- continuity of learning was incorrect too. And what I originally did at Ideal was, um, we, 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 we've changed our programs a lot. Um, because it wasn't working. And, um, and, and and what it evolved from was, I was going into high schools um, 15 years ago and talking to them about what I thought the future was gonna hold. And uh, my belief of what the future was gonna hold was exactly what's here, is mm-hmm. that we were gonna be in serious trouble. Um, and the reason was there was a high number of uh, people going from high school to college Mm-hmm. Too high. It was in the 60s. Now, s- across the United States, 70% of all people that graduate high school go directly into college. Mm-hmm. Now, that might sound like an achievement, but it is not. Um, especially when you uh, add the rest of the uh, numbers into this. Less than 40% graduate college that start. That means 60% go with no degree but end up with the debt. The debt. Yeah. 20% Tw- of um, those that uh, graduate actually needed their degree in the field that they're working in and all of them end up um, in debt till they're on average 40 that
0: that that plays a huge role in what you're doing from the time you graduate college is this is this the best job maybe not but it pays the bills and you're in debt you can't take a risk when you have that much debt right, right. yeah I mean,
1: it, it it's amazing what happens and and so what we started to go a- and look at, and what I was going into high schools and saying, and granted, at that time I was uh, twenty-four years old. So I mean, who listens to twenty-four-year-old? <laughs> I, I mean, I was doing really well for myself, but uh, Clay, that that never happen, is what was what they said. And I said, all right. And um, and the the main thing that I was concerned about was we were starting to create people who didn't know how to work. Mm-hmm. Um, that. The loss of skills was going to continue to be great, and over the last 30 or 40 years, um, our education system has said, "If you don't get a college degree, you'll be dumb.
0: You'll be nothing. And yeah. you
1: will, yeah, you will make nothing of yourself." And and so we we started, we put people in in situations that are the creators of our world, right? The people who build the things, they're the most important. I don't know how we forgot about that. Um,
0: What's well, interesting, too, the level of pride that right. you have from being on a construction project for 18, 24 months. Like, yep. literally, like you said, you're digging a ditch. You're putting in your uh, electrical uh, sewer, gas lines. Your, and then they pour the slab. Right. And then the building goes vertical. Right. And then there's the first, second, third, fourth, fifth floor. And you drive by it, and you're pointing it out to your kids. I built that. Right. I mean, it's a sense of pride. And there isn't a lot of that. And people are just, we're losing a ton of trades just to attrition. They're just getting old. It's time for them to retire. And we're not replacing them right now. And I think I read the last, uh, a few of the numbers, but it was like 90,000 to 140,000 construction positions are going to go vacant or that they're going to be under, like, Um, filled Mm -hmm. right for the next 10 years that's every year for the next 10 years and that that is a massive deficit considering like you said you need the time you need the experience to to get in there with your hands how do i build stuff how do i how do you glean the information from your tradespeople, your um your master electrician your journeyman electrician because they've done it a thousand times right (laughs) right and you haven't if you have to muddle your way through and figure it out well that's not fair right (laughs) but here's a here's here's a journeyman who wants to teach you and that's one of the things that i think makes the journeyman the best are not only can they do it but they also turn around and teach at every opportunity right and so uh, if we could go back a little bit you started with a background in construction a little bit though right in your in your youth
1: uh, yes yeah, so 16 so I started yeah. at 16 and uh, uh, actually the guy who runs my construction company Dan Bovington he was running another company I worked for him then I remodeled my own my parents house when it came down to remodeling and we, we grew up really poor so when you grow up poor you don't hire people True. you, you yeah. and your brother get out there and figure it out yeah. you know and um, you know your dad goes and does it um, mm-hmm. with you and, and says hey here's how you do it and, and that's how th- that's how it used to be um, and the loss of that has actually created um, a, a lot of things, you know, um, uh, in our society, you know, that that says uh, if you don't know how to do something, just call somebody yeah. and, and that changes your brain. Actually, we know that that it's actually really bad for your brain not, not to do that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I started off in construction and and then I, I, I when I got into real estate, I started flipping things. And, mm-hmm. and, and when you don't have money, you, you do it yourself. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah. So that was the, the background there. And, and I currently am a KB1 licensed uh, general contractor. So we can uh, build skyscrapers or we can remodel a, a kitchen. So <laughs> there's A little bit of everything.
0: So with ideal, just you, you bring in people who uh, sometimes have no idea. About construction, and right. you expose them to everything. There's, <laughs> there's classroom time. So blueprint reading, I saw, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that, and uh, I believe you guys build. Uh, do you call them micro homes, mini homes, uh, well, like tiny homes, homes? But they're tiny they're, homes? Tiny they're tiny okay. modulars.
1: Um, okay. So our tiny homes can uh, be connected with another one, so we can build a three thousand square foot home with them, or a hundred ninety nine square foot home.
0: And that, to me, is fascinating. How you've built a program around. Um, someone comes comes in they do they sign a loan Mm -hmm. right because it's going to take a lot of money time and effort that you're going to pour into this person correct and uh, plus you give them a full set of tools correct yep (laughs) but they're building these the entire time and they're learning how this goes and then you guys sell them and then you pay off all their loans. Correct. Th- they don't owe you anything. Correct. They don't, yeah. and they get to keep the tools. That's and correct. Yep. And then you give them a, a certificate and says, "Here, how much uh, experience do they end up getting? Are, are we talking months? Are uh-huh. we talking?"
1: So six months, uh, and they build twenty-five homes. That's incredible. And, and it's ground <laughs> up. I mean, that's yeah. that's the crazy thing. The other interesting thing is I've got contractors lined up for days trying to get these students. Right. Um, because of the experience. I- uh, to go back, uh, just to answer that question, I got to go back a little bit. Is um, uh, when I was putting people on job sites with Ideal originally, um, I can tell you what works and doesn't work. Um, Continuity of learning did not work when I was doing what w- the world is doing now—apprenticeships and internships and things like that. Because w- one day I'd be putting them on a job site where they were replacing a water heater. The next day they were digging a hole. The next day they were framing. And what we what we now know is that people don't learn that way Um, there's no continuity in it right and so they don't you don't associate the the water heater properly when you're digging a hole the next day there's no association there so they don't really grasp how to put the water heater in and they really don't grasp why they're digging the hole Mm -hmm. and we knew that we knew that fairly quickly and Um, But what we now did was a very expensive thing to undertake, to build a school like this and to, you know, the materials and things like that. we got multi-millions of dollars in our program for these students. Um, And that was the big key was that for proper learning, you have to build a home ground up, right? You have to have a foundation before you put the walls up. you got to have walls before you put the electrical in and so on and so forth. So um, what we've created for these kids is – uh, they learn everything. They learn what that journeyman electrician mm-hmm. would learn, and they and they do it in such a a, a a large amount of time, over and over and over in six months, that the learning actually goes in, the muscle memories there. Mm-hmm. So in six months they come out, and we got job offers already. I just talked to one of my students. The thirty dollars an hour, six months, you know, of school, they got twenty two hundred dollars worth of tools and a job for thirty dollars an hour immediately. And that's the first job offer. I've got other contracts. And this and is more. killing
0: me. Why are more people not tearing your door down? They
1: are now. They, <laughs> they are now. They they now. Are, Good. Yeah, we've, we've, we've got people.
0: Because it's yeah. such a interesting perspective or uh, I don't know if you call it a business model or if you call it a like uh, it's it's a I'm still fab, flabbergasted by it. Right. Because like, it's it's brilliant because not only do they get to come in, they get to see a little bit of everything. Uh-huh. And then, like you said, w- what was your favorite? Right. Well, oh, I like all of it. Okay, here's a general contractor. Right? <laughs> you're going to do all of it, all yep. right? But you know what? No, I really like um, the plumbing. Okay, here's a plumbing contractor. Right. Where you're going to do plumbing. Well, and then once you get in there, do you like to do service work? Do you want to do new construction? Do you want to do pools? Like w- like what do you want? And then it really opens up the availability to discover oneself and what right. their interests are. And because like I was, I was telling Teresa earlier before the podcast that, that it was just, my dad knew me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he was like, buddy, go electrical. Right. <laughs> like, like, you, but he was a building inspector for like 25 years. He knew everybody. My, my father-in-law was an electrician. <laughs> uh, his father-in-law was an electrician. Uncle's an electrician, like everybody's an electrician. And he just kind of looked at it like, well, maybe you're going to take over your father in law's business one day. Maybe you should go electrical, or you know what I mean? But it it allowed me also, like, because I had moved to Vegas and we're talking three million people. I worked for two electrical contractors up there. I don't want to say any names because one wasn't really good. (laughs) And then the other one was phenomenal. And I will say that GSL Electric, Great Salt Lake Electric. Uh There were um, uh, a Mormon, uh, based or owned company out of Salt Lake city. And I mean, they did like $50 million a year when I was there and about 25 come from Vegas. Right. And like, it was amazing. Like they were, they were big enough to where it was like, no, we're not going to do that. That's not safe. But we were also small enough to where it was, uh, I had the vice president's, uh, phone number And I could call him up, and he'd say, "Hey Dan, what could I do for it?" You know what I mean? And so it was really, it was really like that's where I got to grow at that company. The first company I was, it was just a cog in a wheel. (laughs) It was shut up, work faster, (laughs) you know. And like, but I got to grow so much, and with and having a trade background right now, by the way, a, a fallback. Okay, everybody knows I'm a fire investigator or whatever. If the economy goes to crap, everything happens. Well, everybody still needs stuff built yep. <laughs> you still need
1: And you always have somewhere to go
0: anyone that finds out i have electrical experience hey man i got a light could you look at it for me yep. you know and like there's always money to be made with a skill like this a skill that could take years to develop yep. you know and i just why why aren't let me throw that at you why don't you think more people are interested in the trades uh, well, we're fighting society, um,
1: and, and it was, I've been fighting it for 15 years. Um, you know, when I, when I started fighting it, uh, no one was on the same page with me. You know, people thought I was crazy. They, they literally said, y- Clay, that's, you're wrong. And I said, I'm not, I'm not wrong. It just hasn't happened yet. And now they go, well, why aren't you bigger? And I said, well, I've been fighting you for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Because in, 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 what, what is taught in school? We teach kids 12 years of their life, right? We cram it down their throat. If you don't go to college, you won't be successful. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't take the SATs and you don't do a good job on the SATs, you will not be successful. You will not make any money. You'll end up as a plumber, right? It,
0: and that hurts because <laughs> it's like it, that plumber is gonna go make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Right? Is that is what's wrong with that? <laughs> what's I mean? Uh, you said plumber, do you know what the most in-demand job in America is right now? Oh, it's prob-
1: probably uh, it's definitely trades. So it's, it's a plumber.. Yep.
0: I-, I just thought it was funny that you said that because yep. it's like, no, but if you go to a college and you said, hey, um, guidance counselor or whatever, hey,'m I'm, I'm gonna go into whatever. what do you recommend? Uh, so they have a list of 100. Right, no right? trades in there. Do you know where plumber is actually on that list of 100? Is it on the list? 110th. Yeah. I was gonna say it it's is in the 110th position. Yeah. And yet, it is the most number one in-demand job in, in the United States. Yeah. Oh. And it kills me yeah. to where it's like, why would you... Now, I don't know about you. Me, if I would have graduated high school and went directly into college, I never would have finished. Right. I would have been that guy who just partied hard at... ASU because I would have followed my girlfriend my wife now you right. know and like I would have just failed out and it would have been bad for me but I mean luckily I knew at age seven I was like I'm gonna be a fireman right <laughs> you know what I mean but like I don't even know where that drive came from right it was just this is my goal and I knew to stay away from the drugs I knew to like I I had a goal right, right. do you think kids today have goals as far as their future or what they're gonna do when they get out of high school now?
1: I think so are are they realistic Um, Mm. you know maybe maybe not you know I'm I'm a big believer and believe you can or believe you can't either way you are correct Mm. Um, the thing that I think is lacking isn't goals is um, confidence right and I think that that a lot of people have goals I had goals and I, I live every one of my dreams right people say how much do you work I, never but I work all the time right okay. I, I yeah. live my dream but I believe I can and in everything I do I've got five kids and, and my, one of my kids says something I can't do that my other kid will say oh yes you can you're an Abernathy Abernathy's <laughs> can do anything that's our motto right and so Coonies other. never say die
0: yeah no, exa- <laughs> it's the same thing
1: right you know uh, so then it's like uh, you know what do we teach our students right yeah um, we teach our students that you can do anything, and right now they're they're in their second build after after three months, and and, and it's tough, man. It, it is not easy to build homes. I mean, and we got three girls in there, a couple of them in their 40s, and uh, and I, I was talking to Cassandra, one of our students there. She's awesome. She's a real estate agent. She's making six figures. Put it on hold a little bit. She still sells mm-hmm. to come to come build houses so she can learn, right? And she she happened to say something to me, and I says Cassandra could you build a home two months ago? She's like, no, in no way. No. I said, can you build a home now? She said, yep, <laughs> I, I can. <laughs> and uh, I said, you can do anything. Right. And, and that's what we're teaching at ideal is that you have the ability to do anything. You c- you can do it. Right. And, and they, c- and when they come in, they, they don't have that. And, and like you were saying earlier is that that belief of I can fall back on this but the mm-hmm. belief that I can walk around and I built that right I, yeah. I did I did that so now I can I can do it right so but our 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 school system isn't teaching people that right they're they're saying look you can't sit still in a classroom and stare at a board that actually isn't causing any long-term memories well then then you're going to be worthless yeah. and me I'm telling kids you can't sit down in that classroom well, that's because it's not teaching you anything, and you're smarter than that. And you know, I- innately, humans know that. Look, I'm not. This is worthless, right? And 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 yet, somehow in society, we have made it acceptable to try to sit somebody in class eight hours a day and tell them to sit to somebody and listen to them um, that's never done it. And, and, and this is where I piss people off, right? I'm really good at pissing people off at this point in time because that's what our society has been saying, right, is um, sit down, shut up, and, 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 and gain the education. The cool thing is is that now we know for, via studies that classroom time doesn't create long-term memories. It doesn't change your brain, and it really – all it is is a waste of time. And that's the crazy part is that we're still saying that in society. So back to your initial question is, is it, is it bad goals? I think it's a, a misunderstanding of truth. And until we get back to that part that says, look, happiness is created by touch, taste, and smell, right? Get out, touch, taste, and smell it, right? Get out and, and lick it, right? You know, to Let your kids lick it. You know, <laughs> as long as it's not something that's going to kill them, let, let them create those long-term memories. So then, they can now create other things from that. Mm-hmm. So that that those are my thoughts on that.
0: And it it's so interesting too because the the trades is massive. Like pick pick your specialty. What would you like to do? You know what? I like to sit in front of a computer and I like to draw. Okay. Have you heard about the CAD computer aided drafting? Right. Right. Look, if you could build it on the computer, now you're still a part of the team, and that is a skill that is needed because i've built some projects that were just from blueprints and then we built one project uh uh north Las vegas city hall right it was a 10 story structure and it was all on cad so we were walking around with ipads and yeah. we we're and we we're like hey man you have to do an offset here and, and they're like why that's stupid why would i do that well because six months from now an air conditioning duct is going to come through there and oh here it is and they would zoom in on the ipad and show yeah. you and it's like holy cow it's becoming so technical too to where it's not just like uh, i mean i get it like 99.99 percent of bricklayers are men mm-hmm. right and if that's what you love great like but if that's not what you love step into something else Right. Study, train, figure out what you want to do and then move into that. You know, I mean, there's there's so much. And to 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 go more to your point, I remember one time I'm wiring up some pendant lights uh, up in a ceiling and I'm up on like a 10 foot ladder and my uh, it wasn't the foreman but he was in charge, (laughs) my lead man, right? Right. So he comes in, and he has another guy with him who's a white hard hat. So we indicated if you're a white hard hat, like, you don't get dirty. Like, you're the boss, right? right? And I've never seen this white hard hat before. He's like 22 years old, something like that, right? Right. So, And so he's explaining, he's like, well, yeah, um, you have to use what a ground pigtail conductor is to, like, bond a metal box and everything. And, like, he's trying to explain to this white hard hat where I'm like, what like what's happening right now so like i pull out of my bag i'm like hey john just tell him it's this you know and he's like yeah yeah dan's holding one right right but this was an electrical engineer who had just graduated and had no idea like what it takes to pull wire what it takes to wire a light right what it takes to like what what tools you need what training you need you need to have a a handful of wire nuts in your pouch you know you got he has no idea he had no idea and yet there he was in the office i'm um, the electrical engineer i'm going to draw it i'm yep. going to bu- you know and it's just and to your point what's what's wrong with having that hands on that knowledge that right. skills those abilities and to like he said to tell the kids that you y- you're wrong you have to sit still you have to well take that energy and put it into something positive and Let's let them let them get their hands dirty let them know what it takes to i mean i know i go back to electrical a lot but i mean that's my background yeah, yeah, but the, what it takes to yeah. wire up a receptacle you know yep. i mean like you said when you're poor uh, my dad did an extension on our house like as the building inspector right, right. but he was feeding four kids <laughs> he was yeah. and i remember uh like hanging drywall with him and him creating this t-bar brace to where he could do it himself and i you know and i'm I'm like 10, whatever. I'm not really helping, right. but watching him build an entire room. And I don't know, like you said, how many, how many dads right now would just be able to, like, oh, I could do that.
1: So statistically, mm-hmm. interesting statistic I found the other day. That said um Out of people who are under 35, um, only 25% of them said that they could plunge a toilet without going to YouTube. So to answer your question, how many wow. dads could do that under 35, 25% could plunge a toilet now, right? The rest of them said they would need to go to YouTube to figure out how to plunge a toilet.
0: I don't know what to do with that stat. So that's the, incredible.
1: So what, what is our world looking like? I got in a conversation with somebody and, and you know, I, I'm one of those guys that, uh, you know, I, I don't have any problem letting people say what they want to say, but now you attack the trades. I got a problem, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and, and that's, I got in this discussion and who's more important, a heart surgeon or an electrician. Ooh. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and, and a lot, a lot of people on, it was actually on Facebook where this, where this was posted and I loved it cause I didn't post the, co- the question and, uh, and so many comments and guess what everyone was saying.
0: Oh, they're gonna say the heart surgeon. The heart surgeon, and you're like you're out of your mind.
1: So, it do you took, like air conditioning? because
0: yeah, you don't have air conditioning without the electrician. It <laughs> took
1: it took one comment, right? <laughs> and, uh, and all I did was I posted, and then the, and then the post just shut up. Nobody commented after, and I, I said, what does a heart surgeon do today without electricity? Yeah. Not, nothing. Uh, chirp, chirp, chirp. Nothing. nothing. Right. And and then who's more important, the, the doctor or the guy who's laying the road? Hmm. What's more important, the construction worker or or the lawyer, right? If you really think about it, and here's the interesting thing that's happening in our society. One of the things that they don't tell you, if you go to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, construction workers are paid 20% higher than any other, uh, any other thing out there. They're 20% higher than doctors. They're 20% higher than any other field out there. Now, why? Because we are the most important, mm-hmm. right? Nothing happens without... Construction workers, yeah. right? What does your house look like? What what do the roads look like? What does the hospital look like? What is what does the courtroom look like without construction workers? Mm-hmm. They don't exist. And what we're what we're coming into a time, which actually I'm excited about, right? Because the respect has been lost on the guys that really don't have the time to fight, right? They're like, look, I got things to do. I'm not going to yeah. fight with your idiot. You know, you, you being silly, right? Uh, I gotta go to work because I got this. Is that that's gotta get done? Every once in a while, you get a guy like me. who's like, yeah, let, I'll fight. You know, uh, gotcha. uh, I I got this. You go do what needs to get done, and I'm gonna fight this battle for you. Um, but now the loss of respect is, is just is not there. But now because of that, we don't have laborers. Right mm-hmm. now, we need one million construction workers to enter the field today. In the next three years, we're gonna need two million. And uh, to go with your statistics, the loss, we have the largest retiring class of craftsmen ever, probably in the history of the world, that is getting out and no transfer of information from one to
0: the other. That hurts the trade so much when (laughs) I remember my... Apprenticeship. So I got to compete on a a national level. And uh, I mean, I went to like Birmingham, Alabama, and I got I got rocked. All right. (laughs) So but I got the number one apprenticeship in the state of Nevada. And so I got to go compete nationally. Right. But when I came back, uh, they were like, you know, let's talk about the program. What could we do better so that you don't get smoked the next time we send someone there. Right. And so I was discussing this and everything. And someone threw out. They're like, well, what if we had you wired up like this? and the old timer he chimes in and chuckles and he's like we haven't done it that way since 1985 (laughs) and i like i'm like you were in the trade in 1985 and he's like yeah and i was like i was born in 1985 you have my entire lifetime of experience like in his head right and if that doesn't get transferred to people there's so much just a a massive wealth of knowledge like that, that's just gone.
1: Yeah, and it's not getting transferred, and it's not because these old timers aren't trying. Let me tell you mm-hmm. that in our construction company, we are trying, we have mm-hmm. tried, and it doesn't work. Uh, it, and and it's and it's not because the younger generation doesn't want to learn, and it's not because the older generation doesn't want to teach. Um, it's that we're speaking different languages. We are completely speaking different languages, even though we're all speaking English or, you know, or Spanish or whatever it is that you're that you're you're, you're speaking, is that we're speaking different languages on technology and the way that we think. Um, we could be saying the same thing, but we're not hearing it right, and and that communication has been lost. And, and it's very interesting to be a part of. The neatest thing about Ideal and what we've done is we're now speaking the same language again, yeah. and and we figured out a way. To get the younger generation excited about using their hands, and then we got we got the older generation excited to come teach, and we put teach. in we put an environment together where now we're speaking the same language, and it and it, it is absolutely incredible to see um, and and how we are uh, are going with that. And we, we'll we'll get it back, and um, we've tried every other way to do it. We tried apprenticeships. We tried internships. Um, they it just doesn't it is very difficult to make it work right you you did one um and it does work for some but it is it is not a very cost effective way to learn um and it and it and and the person who um it pays for it is the employer right yeah a lot of people go through those programs the the employer's paying paying them for two years and then they quit because they didn't like it yeah and 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 now all of these guys are going out of business or, or they have to charge more and um, it it took it took me 15 years to figure out how to get get the program right, but I was trying to uh, translate between the old guys and the young guys, trying to figure out why is this not working? Why why is it that my old guy learned by being on the job with somebody, where the young guy I could put on the job for three years, but he still doesn't he still yeah. can barely dig a trench. Like it was it was a it was a very interesting learning experience, but we figured it out.
0: So when you. When someone comes to you or you do your selection process and who, who's going to join your program and everything, is there anything that makes other people more successful than other candidates? I mean, is it – is like there a drive? letting them, letting or them in or a, huh? yeah. Like what what do you think someone needs to be successful through the ideal program? Well, is it just open-mindedness? Is it a, a willingness to learn? Is it, uh, is it a, a drive for – a trade or, I mean, is uh,
1: So uh, interesting enough is um, uh, over the last 20 years of, of training people. And um, I, I asked myself that question and I can tell you that I stand alone uh, on, on a, on a place where I believe that people can change. Right. Mm-hmm. You hear that saying where they say, oh you can't teach old, jo- old dogs, new tricks. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, you know, leopards don't change their spots. Right. There's all these sayings that, that, that say that, and I, I, I have this hope and this belief that um, if you put people in the right situations, that they are good, they're genuinely good, um, but you gotta get them in the right environment, right? They, they say that you are like your 10 closest friends. Uh, you know, if, if financially I took you and your 10 closest friends, your finances are gonna look like theirs, right? Mm-hmm. Mine and, and so on and so forth. And so we as people tend to look like those that we are around. And so at Ideal, we teach uh, a concept um, uh, called perceptual learning. Right? And perceptual learning is a very interesting um, uh, way of learning. And uh, it isn't ne- uh, necessarily a method that is easy to prove. And what it is, is uh, and, and the basis of it is, is how did you learn how to walk?
0: Oh, man, how did I learn how to walk? Yeah, do you remember uh, how you learned to walk? I think you pull yourself up. Uh-huh. right on stabilize something maybe you let go a little bit find right. that balance and then eventually your big old noggin goes over your feet and you take a few steps okay yeah and you eat it you okay. fall you eat crap but yeah, the I, next time you get up you might make it four steps the next time you might make it five the next time oh boy i made it to 10 the right. next time oh i made it to four but i know i can make 10 little Is that bit that kind of yeah yeah and now how'd you learn how to talk oh boy I talk a lot, so... <laughs> okay, and I'll, I'll give
1: you this. Do you really remember learning how to do either of those?
0: No, not at all.
1: Right. But you learned them mm-hmm. because you had to, right? Do you, do you remember when you, when you started to see things and understand things or hear things and smell things and those kinds of things? Well, it was the environment that made you learn how to walk,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? If I sat you in a classroom before you started learning to walk and I kept telling you how to walk. Would you have really ever learned to walk? No, not that way. Wouldn't have (laughs) happened. Not a chance. Right? Um, But somehow we think that's how we educate people. That's wrong, right? So proper education is done by the environment teaching. And that is a very difficult thing to do because once I introduce something new to an environment, uh, I change the environment, and I can change the entire learning experience. So what perceptual learning is is that the environment must teach you how to do something not somebody telling you how to do it not somebody trying to explaining it to you even though that can be part of the environment the environment must teach you and the environment must be set up a way where you want to learn it right did you do you we don't remember but did you want to learn how to walk
0: Probably. I would say probably I mean, is correct, yeah. right? Because you did. Because I did. And why? And oh, man. Almost like maybe freedom. I, <laughs> everybody I, else is doing exactly it. The, Every,
1: like In uh, the environment, everybody was walking. Okay. But if everybody was crawling, you probably would have wanted probably to crawl. Probably
0: stayed crawling. Right?
1: Yeah. You know, it, it, do I really want to talk if no one's talking? Right? And so the environment must teach us. So what is it that we do at Ideal that is different is what's called perceptual learning. We created an environment of learning to love to use your hands. And we do that because you actually do lo- – lo- uh, we, we know from studies the more you use your hands and belief in being able to use your hands, the happier you are. And But we've been telling you you're not going to be happy. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to be happy if you – if you use your hands or that's that, you know, that's manual labor. But what we don't realize is that the guy who's building that stuff is extremely happy. He's happy. Right. And, and he's loving it. Now, granted, I can build things, but I don't always get the joy to do it. People say, oh, you, you must enjoy wearing a suit and driving a nice car. I said, no, I'd much, r- I'd much rather be wearing shorts, flip flops or <laughs> boots and, and digging a hole in the ground. Right. But we each have a worth. And that's my worth is that I've I've got to help out to get this done. So our perceptual learning is we've created an environment to learn to love and we we allow people to grow into it. So to answer the question of who finds the most success there, it's not about who comes in, it's who comes out. And we create an environment that no matter who we put in, comes out changed. And we teach respect. We teach people you know, one of the other things we have a problem with in society in society is we don't have the ability to work together anymore. It's always your fault, right? Yeah. If if this podcast went bad, it's my fault, right? (laughs) Or or is it your fault or is it our fault, right? And in society, it's like, oh, it's it's definitely not me. It's you. You're the one who smells bad, right? (laughs) Um, It's why marriages aren't working out. It's why it's why team things aren't working out. Why companies fail. Why education is failing is because we're unwilling to look inside ourselves. And so what we do is in our school, we, we teach that you, you are paired with somebody that you might not like, and guess what? You're going to build something with them. And then, and then after you figure out how to frame, we switch partners. And guess what? You might be with somebody who you love and you're doing electrician. You're, you're running a wire all the way through this. Right. And then when that's done, we switch partners again. So you're learning how you have to work with somebody. And guess what? If you don't finish, you fail. Not not because of the other person, because of but yourself. But that's on you. Right? Yeah. And guess what? When you succeed and you build 25 homes, you did it. Yeah. And that environment has taught people. Now, granted, we definitely want people who are farther along on that road, but I'm not to say that a lot of the, the, the things that – I, I understand that the situation that we've put people in and telling them they're dumb when they should have been using their hands and they can't sit in a classroom put them in some pretty terrible situations. Yeah. So we're excited to bring in anybody, and and teach them. And we don't have a ton of spots right now for everybody, but we will. You know. And as yeah. we gain uh, more support from society and and from the trades, uh, we will be able to take more. But I, I'm I'm not as concerned as. Um, the uh of who's coming in because our our environment teaches everyone to walk
0: that's awesome and like to expound upon like the i've always said like with the fire department and construction i mean number one we say really mean things to each other and it's really funny and but it's usually a healthy fun environment and you get to meet everybody right like every race all the genders you get to meet everybody and every person is an individual and like you said it is teamwork we need to build this building right we have this is our task these are our numbers we need to hit this is how much wire we need to pull this is how much conduit we need to install this is the length of the ditch that we need to dig this is how deep it needs to be like let's just do it and there is a lot of like like you said accept responsibility now i mean of course there are funny stories where uh my (laughs) My journeyman, he got transferred off. Was my first journeyman from uh, Billy Wayne Cooper from Chattanooga, Tennessee, right? So he gets transferred to another job site. But then he comes back because we, we had to pull, like, the fire alarm cable. And he was certified to pull fire alarm cable. So the first thing he says is, what are they blaming for me, Dan- blaming me for, Dan? Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, Jorge said this about you and this about you. And he said you lost the blueprints. And he said it- <laughs> yep, <laughs> And then he was like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean that uh, it was it's interesting just like that getting to meet a guy uh, like from Billy Wayne Cooper from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Here I am a decade later telling stories about him, right. you know. To where it was just uh, the characters that you meet too. I mean, there are friendships that I still have. That I still have from my trades. Yep. And and oh man. That's awesome though. So, really, do you have a do you have a belief anyone can can graduate your program as long as they kind of accept that responsibility they they want to change even if they 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 don't accept the program
1: uh, even if they don't accept it mm -hmm. it, it, we've created in a way that like if you don't make it through you pay the 13 grand
0: Ooh, yeah
1: right so (laughs) so (laughs) <laughs> Even if you come in and you're not dedicated, you quickly become dedicated, you, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and in training people and in doing it different ways, I, I tried a lot of different ways. And people are like, oh, you know, you're just using them to, to, to build. And I said, trust me, these aren't the people who I'd hire to, to build these, <laughs> right? <laughs> Granted, we do it in a way where we, we produce high-quality homes with, with people who don't have skills. Yeah. And we do that because of, the years and years of knowledge that my team has right where it's not just me 39 year old clay it's i've got dan who's 65 i've got rick who's 62 i've got uh, support from the entire construction community so we've got hundreds and hundreds of years of experience in there making sure that it that it's done right but also transferring that so we we've created an environment that's hard to get out of once you're in gotcha right so if you can if you can jump off the cliff i tell people with all my businesses they said clay how do you be successful you jump off the cliff but right before you jump off you throw everything you need to build wings right well well i'm, I'm gonna die you are if you don't figure if out how to build, build the wings, wings right yeah. well i would be much safer if i if i uh if i build them before i jump off the cliff you'll never jump off the cliff so the thing is is get in the class once you're in the class we teach you how to build the build the wings and guess what we already jumped off the. We already jumped off the cliff, and you've got people with hundreds of years of experience behind you and around you, helping you build these, these wings, and and that's how you become successful. That's the environment that, that is created at Ideal.
0: That's awesome. Uh, so, as far as someone entering your program, uh, is it? Um, do you guys do nights? Do you do weekends or is it like a Monday through five, four tens? What do you guys, how how do you guys structure the program for people to, to fit around their schedule or is it, we don't come on in and this is our hours, be here, build stuff. What do you You, you guys do?
1: So there's where the commitment comes in, right? We have a lot of people who are like, Hey, can you, you know, can you do this class and can you do that class? And I just can't make my, my, my schedule work. I'm sorry. You're not for us right gotcha. we're we we are we, we are opening another class from one to nine um but our classes go from seven thirty to two thirty, monday through friday well, i can't make that work well i'm sorry i can't make you work gotcha. right yeah. and 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 we know why and and there's studies that prove this and the greatest thing is is that we live in an age where there's so much information mm-hmm. and you can find bad information and good information i can find I can find things that tell you one thing's true and one things th- that are not true, but I can tell you the studies that we, we understand about the brain and knowledge say that without uh, uh, continuity,
0: mm.
1: without doing the same thing, you don't co- uh, create what's called a schema in your brain. And a schema is, is muscle memory. And I can play the piano certain songs without looking at, at uh, the, the music, uh, the sheets on it, because my brain, once I start in one spot, it can play the whole thing. But if I get stuck, I have to start back at the beginning, right? That's called a, a schema. If, if we counted from 1 to 10, 1, to seven, eight, 9, 10, I'm really actually only holding one schema in my brain, right? Gotcha. I, I'm not holding 10 numbers in my brain, just knowing that I count from 1 to 10. So the program doesn't work if it's not constant. You can't okay. create muscle memory without doing it over and over again um to give you an idea i was a dance teacher for 13 years um t- ball. you're more eclectic than i am by yeah, the way yeah i, I was, love it i was a professional <laughs> clown for a long time and and uh you know i i love experiences and and uh and i taught uh, i was the rookie of the year for uh, fred astaire um and I, I taught for a long time i've been dancing my whole life since i can since i can remember three years old my parents owned arthur murray's dance studio and it was interesting, but as being a dance teacher, you you really learn something. And firefighters also do the same thing. If you want to learn to fight a fighter, fight a fire, they build a fire and, oh, you, yeah. and you put it out, right? <laughs> yeah. Um I- I- if you want to learn how to dance, you dance, right? Mm-hmm. Um but in in dance, what what we would do is I'd make you do the move over and over and over again. And then once you could talk to me while doing the move, I knew that the schema was in your brain. Oh, okay. Your muscle muscles had remembered it right and then once you got that i knew i could teach you something something else but the interesting thing about dance is there there's two degrees you're an amateur or you're a professional okay right and an amateur dance uh, dancer like some of the the greatest amateur dancers um you know they dance two two hours a day uh for five days a week and that would make you probably consistently, if you held that up for a couple of years you'd become one of the top amateur dancers in, in, in the country right But you would never be able to compete with the professionals. And the reason is is that professionals dance eight to 12 hours a day every day. And then when we were done when we were done teaching dance, uh, we would learn more dances and then we'd go out and dance more at, at, at the clubs, right? so how can you compete with a guy who's dancing as much as you are in a month dancing in a day
0: in a day yeah
1: right and they and and statistically they say ten thousand hours and you become a professional right so you can never have an amateur compete with a professional so why do we have to have the amount of time that we want well we're an accelerated program we want you to be successful today i don't need you to give up four years of your life to learn this stuff i need you to give up six months of your life completely and, and, and that's where you're off the cliff right you're, <laughs> yeah. you're off the cliff and and you can and that's why people can't compete in that realm people want to be successful without trying it doesn't exist mm-hmm. you don't fall into success
0: you gotta put that labor in you got to put the hours in you gotta right. put the risk in you gotta you gotta go for it
1: you got to learn 100%. the schemas, right and and you and that's why they have to build so many homes why they got to do it over and over and over again and we're not we're not training just tradesmen we're training your brain mm-hmm. we're training you in, in all aspects right what's a foundation in in the tech world what's a foundation in the in in the medical world we're, we're always using this word foundation it came from building homes that's
0: a good point
1: right that's when, when, that's we ta- when we when yeah. we talk about framework what's the framework of a website what's the framework of the body what's the framework where's that word come from Constru- framing a house. Construction. <laughs> yeah. What's the electrical system in your body? Mm-hmm. What, what's the plumbing in your body? <laughs> right? Where did this all come from? Construction. Right? You want to be a better lawyer. You want to be a le- better doctor. You want to be a better whatever. You know, not only can you, can you always fall back in the trades, and I think it's a phenomenal job, but you want to become better at something, you need to be able to associate it to something that's solid. And, and we've been doing that since the world began build a proper foundation, build then you build the framework. You do all of those things, you become more successful in all things. And so that's what we're doing. We're we're training the brain and training people on how to become successful and we're doing it through building homes. And then they've got the confidence to go do whatever they want, but they also have money. They got job offers everywhere, right? And so th- and then they always have the confidence to fall back on things if they want. And I hope hopefully they stay in the trades cuz it's a phenomenal career.
0: Yeah. And with, with – I've always thought this to where it's like um, there's always, 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 always money to be made in the trades. It may not be right there in the city in which you live in, mm-hmm. right? But it's always there. Texas has been in a building boom since 07. Right. When the entire economy was collapsing all around the United States, Texas has been in a building boom. Right. And they have not stopped. So it's like – if I needed the money, <laughs> I'm probably going to Texas right. or, you know, I mean, I do, I think this might be like the culture or the societal thing or, or whatever, but it's like, well, I grew up in Bullhead City, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like, there's no industry there. Is there? Yes, of course. But is there opportunities there with a uh, 50,000 people that live there in comparison to Las Vegas with 3 million people? Right. Like there's just more opportunity. There's just more and I I had to go. <laughs> and I had to learn and I and I had to take those skills. And I had to learn those skills. And but you could go anywhere.
1: Right?
0: Right? And I mean, this is the United States of America. You don't like this state? Pick 49 other. Like right. pick one. Wh- where do you want to go? Wh- what do you want to structure your life around? Cuz you have those skills, that trade, that knowledge. It's yours. And let me ask you this. There's a total curveball right here. Have you or in your experience have you ever come across where cuz I'll just say for me I don't value my electrical knowledge because it's mine mm-hmm. I have it and sometimes I I forget what the term is it's a psychological term that it's you assume that people know what you know mm-hmm. right and I I've had to like kind of break myself of that so as a fire investigator, right. People will say, Oh, it's electrical. And then the electrician steps in and says, you tell me how it's electrical. Right. right? But it's, it's the knowledge that I have. I don't value it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, let me explain. I do value it and I have it, but
1: you don't think you're unique. There you go. Right. It's a uniqueness about you that you don't fully understand yeah. a co- or a confidence is what we consider it. Right. Is, is, uh, I've run over 20 businesses, all of them have made, made money, um, but that's called humility, right? So there, mm-hmm. I- there is this weird spot of knowing your worth and having pride in what you do, but also being humble, mm-hmm. and and that's really hard to do, right? Because <laughs> yeah. because uh, you'd <laughs> think that pride, pride and humility don't go together, right? Uh, but they do, right? Having confidence in what you what you're able to do doesn't mean that you're a jerk or or yeah, that you know no. that that you think that you're better than people, right? But having confidence in your skills and ability just means that you're open to serve and ready to step in when needed to, but humble enough to receive um, feedback, mm-hmm. right? So the uniqueness of you, yeah, you you have a hybrid of who your parents were and everything that you've that you've been in since then, right? But there is uniqueness of you that put in the right situation becomes worthwhile the more worthwhile than anybody else in that situation Mm -hmm. so what we tell people at school is the worth of a soul is great right that means that um everyone has worth yeah but if you put a banana in 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 a place where an apple should be you will always hate bananas Mm -hmm. right (laughs) i I tell you what if i'm think i'm getting an apple and i eat a banana i hate bananas (laughs) Right. But I love bananas. (laughs) But if I'm eating a banana, when I think I'm eating a banana, it's the greatest thing in the world. And we it's it's so interesting. There's a uh, uh, read a great book. And one of the things that it said is that we in society, we think that if you want to be great at something, you need to start when you're two and never give up that thing until you're 50. The Michael Jordans, the the Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, you'll never be good as good as Tiger Woods unless you start when you're two. And, and keep going. The th- interesting thing about um, uh, statistically is that's not true, right? We actually find that people who are better um, at things do hundreds of different things. Right? And the reason is is because they can associate things together, right? So the, the oftentimes the people who become better in the sports, uh, Tiger Woods and the Michael Jordans that just never stopped, um, actually are the outliers. Mm-hmm. The, some of the greatest people in there are the ones that are unique, the ones that have all of their experiences together combined at one point in time, and then when they specialize, they have a greater s- a chance of success. Mm-hmm. So, people ask me, well, who should go to your school? Everyone. Everybody. Because it, it adds those experiences, and when you use your hands, if you taste it, touch it, or smell it, it's long-term. So everything that we do, it goes into long-term memory. The interesting thing is, is you said something earlier in this podcast that you said, well, I associate everything to elect, uh, the electrician work that I did, yeah. right? And you might not know why you do that, but I'll, I'll tell you, uh, it's interesting because um, it's part of your long-term memory. And so the success of what you do after will actually be given to that electrical work that you did, right? When you, the things you did with your father that made you use your hands, you created files, because you taste, you touched it, you tasted it, or you smelled it, created long-term files that now you associate all of these things that you do later, too. So, when when it comes down to uh, if, if you're driving your car, right, and something comes up, it's gonna you're gonna associate something in in that drive to something that you've tasted, touched, or smelled, and and a lot of that work that you did with your hands was elect- electrical work. Yeah. So a lot of your associations are gonna come to that, but the scary part is, is in school people that aren't touching things anymore. Gotcha. Their parents are nothing don't,
0: to compare it to.
1: Right? Don't there's go. No
0: association. Don't go no...
1: outside. Yeah. Don't eat that. Don't smell that. That's gross. That's disgusting. Don't be that person. Right? Yeah. We're we're teaching kids to be stupid. And, and then they get out of school where they've never touched anything, never tasted anything. They, and they, all they've done is sit in front of a screen all day, which doesn't create any long-term memories. And we can't figure out why they're not successful. You know, you look at uh, Musk, Elon Musk, is a, he, fix, he fixed cars when he was younger. You look at some of these successful people throughout life, they all had something that they did with their hands. And the reason is is that now they can associate books or TV or information mm-hmm to something they've touched and you remember it and,
0: and this is really funny now so i teach electrical mm-hmm. to all the fire guys right and i have to put everything into hydraulics mm-hmm. so volts amps and ohms yeah. <laughs> right something simple to an electrician when i have to explain that to them i have to convert it into hydraulics so i'm talking uh psi right <laughs> i'm talking gallons per minute and uh, i mean i'm talking i'm talking friction loss right and then, and then they're like, oh, okay. Right. But then I have to try to teach it to cops. And they're like, oh, uh, could you uh, form that in the phrase of a gun, sir? Right. And I'm like, okay, the size of your barrel, how much gunpowder you put in, and how big the bullet is. I, I don't know, man. Right. <laughs> like I, I'm not a cop. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to do this. But, so by so association. Yeah. And that's how they learn by taking something that they know, the hydraulics of water, uh-huh. and converting it to, okay, that makes sense
1: it's something that they've touched before so yeah. they they have that file so they've got the hydraulics file open so it's very easy for them to now file what you give them verbally mm-hmm. into a file that that's already been established long term
0: right it's awesome It's pretty good. You're teaching me stuff, lots of stuff. I appreciate it.
1: uh, It's (laughs) fun. I'm I'm just telling, I'm I'm regurgitating (laughs) the stuff that I found out in my life. So, you know, higher power taught me this stuff, and here here I am just trying to figure it out too.
0: (laughs) So if you had to give me the pitch, Mm -hmm. sell the audience, because I want people to hear this. I want them, give me the pitch for Ideal Institute and why they should get off their butt, why they should click on the links, why they should look at you guys and to say this is a great idea and can you give me an elevator speech, Oof. a pitch? Man, that's, ah, that, that, that's, that, that, is that's that tough? That's a tough one. That's, that's tough. Um, I could do a little bit. Like yeah. why I've said why I think that this is an amazing program. Because, I mean, once I read it, like it jumped off the page, and I was like, I got to talk to this guy, yeah. <laughs> right? It's fascinating that you're standing in like this this gap in the trades, right? And you you've put together an amazing program, I think. And it, it's open and available to anyone and everyone. Come on down, right? Yep. I mean spots are limited, but scalability, we'll get there. Right, right. We'll, we'll you will get there. Yep. And it's really like come as you are, be ready to learn invest in the environment invest in yourself right right if you feel like you're spinning your wheels at mcdonald's i mean don't get me wrong though hold on let me pump the brakes a little bit i had a guy uh doug i went to high school with him all right we made fun of doug for four years for working at mcdonald's the entire like our entire youth right uh doug now runs all of the mcdonald's (laughs) and like Boom. northern arizona like no. doug doug's fine right he's 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 living a great life he's he's doing great with his kids and wife and kids right so yes of course you could excel in anywhere you can't whatever but just like he said doug doesn't have a job if no one builds mcdonald's right right, <laughs> right. i mean so and it's really like what what is the risk what is the risk for someone
1: yeah, b- before I before I give you oh. the elevator speech, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. You know, we we've, we've got we got an engineer that works for the Union Union Pacific Railroad that took a leave of absence to come for six months. So it's not just that high school student that's just coming mm-hmm. out. It's not. We are actually finding that people who are highly successful see what it is that we're doing,
0: oh.
1: and are coming. Right. We we often think that it's the the the, the people who have nothing going, and we do. We we, we will we will take all walks of life in there. But it is, it is people who want to become more and see a problem with what has happened in their life, right, mm. or, or aren't achieving the greatness that they think they can achieve, right? So it's not just, yeah, yeah, if you don't like where you're at in life, come and, and let's get you a good job. You know, yeah. we, we got that. But we're attracting people who want more and we're, and we're teaching them how to do it by you, teaching them the trades. And here's the thing, if that doesn't tell you how proud I am of the trades, well Mm -hmm. then I guess you're not listening, right? (laughs) I think that the people out there in the trades are some of the smartest, most intelligent people you would ever meet. And when you take those guys and then add more intelligence to those, those are the ones that change the world, Mm -hmm. right? What we don't realize is that that house that you lived in changed your life. Yeah, That hospital that you lived in changed, you know, that saved your life, changed your life. And it was built by a humble guy who was just going and doing his job. And 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 what did we design in school? We we designed a way to do it for 500 bucks to change your life for 6 months. We change people's dire- trajectory and we do it by teaching you the respect and the joy that comes from building crap. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest thing in the it world. It's, it's like it's I fun. can I I can build a house. I can build a skyscraper. I can I can fix that, you know? somebody can't fix that and, and here's something interesting is i think it's over 40 percent of our applications are women
0: let's point that out then because that's amazing right yeah like i mean fire department if we could hit four percent female population that is a large volume of females in the fire department so that's incredible that 40 percent of female applicants are coming to you that's that's awesome. That's interesting. Right? How, what, why do you think that is, or what? What do you think appeals to, to that, to where they? I mean, I just said ninety nine point nine nine percent of bricklayers are are men, right? Yeah. But they're not getting forty percent applicants. How, how do you guys do that? Well, or, we're awesome. You are awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, because we are not afraid to tell people that this appeals to everyone, mm-hmm. right? This, this, I don't care what color, or race, or sex you are. (laughs) I don't care. You want to be successful, you come and we'll make you successful. And and you have to have that choice. We you know and and I think the founding fathers when they said all people are created equal agree with that statement, right? And put in the right environment, we will all achieve success. And and we have some great women there. I one of my favorite girls that's in this current class, Isabel, right? She's I don't know, she's maybe four foot eight. Um, she uh, she's a server at Arizona Inn. so she's making decent money over there. Um, she wanted to make that change too. It, it, you'll notice I'm telling you about these people who have these high end career mm-hmm. lives that are saying, I want, I want more. I, I, there's more out of life than this this job that I'm that I'm at. And I think that um, women see opportunity and see that excitement to say, I, I want to learn how to build. I want to know what's going on inside my walls i mean that intrigues everyone right and i would i would say that uh i I find that women are are very easy to jump off a cliff these days knowing that they know how to build their wings yeah and and i and i applaud them for that right and my i have four four of my five kids are girls right (laughs) and uh and i'm excited and and they all want to come i said well as soon as i figure out how to get a little younger (laughs) age then you'll be there but as soon as you get the right age you'll be in there anyways and, uh, and I think that women see the need. Uh, you know, um, There's a huge need, and it doesn't matter what color or race or, or sex you are. Uh, women are stepping up to do the right things, and, and uh, we're, we're going to see them more in the trades too, and that's exciting. And, and I think the other reason is that I, uh, <laughs> you watch some of our videos on YouTube. You watch some <laughs> of the beginning ones um, where, the, the, where the girls are uh, using the tools and they and they're trying to get the use of it and they they're they're afraid of it and we tell people if you're working too hard you don't have the right tool.
0: There you go. Pick yeah. the right tool for the right job. Right. And, like and not not everything's a hammer. Right. And now, <laughs> like, come on.
1: And you couldn't do that 20 years ago, but now yeah. we've got such great technology and tools and things like that. My my 11-year-old could build a house. Yeah. Right? She's strong enough and you, once you understand the tools, well it's it's not you do not have to have the strength of a man anymore yeah. right? you you can uh, you can be a petite little girl and 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 tear it up and build a house and that's probably one of the cool things is that um and, and they and, and women are very creative they uh-huh. they we know we know scientifically that they see more colors than we do as men they they, they can use, multitask more. They, they multitask. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they actually use more words than we, they're way better in, in all aspects of life. <laughs> if you ask me, I'm, I'm sexist. I know that women are better than men. <laughs> it's just, that's it. So when you, it's really exciting too, because when you get them, uh, when you get women in this field, they'll change the field, right? And now with technology and tools and things like that, it's easy for them to come in. And I, I think that they really want to, right? Because they're, they tend to be in the home more. They tend to see those things and how to create it better. So they, they say, well, shoot, if I can go learn that and take it back to my house and make my house cooler and build these yeah. things in my house. Ha- that's what well, it just tends to be what they're excited about. I'm, I'm excited about it, too. I'm not a woman, but, you know, I was also a dance teacher, too. So people <laughs> could disagree with me on that.
0: I do always make fun of my wife because she thinks I could do anything because yep. of my trade background. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. To where she's like, uh, like, so I did like our entire backyard Right. And so i'm like well i'm not a plumber but like i could i could figure it out so i did a sprinkler system drip lines and like had to i'm like oh well the time clock i'm your boy yeah. i got, that. I, I got could, that I could wire it up oh a solenoid i know what those are right. like but then like putting it all together and she's just like ah, you know just figure it out come on yep. and i'm like the first time i set a toilet i'm like this is stupid right. like why am i doing this <laughs> like yeah. i'm not a plumber i don't know i don't know what i'm doing but yeah there definitely is Uh, a confidence and you know some youtube that you have to look at yep (laughs) but there there is definitely like you know a confidence of i could do i could do it i or i could figure out how to do it or you know it might not be the prettiest the first time i do it it takes a time (laughs) time (laughs) yeah but but just like you said repetition the more you do it the better it is the faster you get then the higher quality you usually put out right exactly so very interesting so
1: we, we set people on the right trajectory right I I, I I could never say that I could compete my kids can compete six months to my guy who's been doing it for forty years yeah but I can tell you that he's on a trajectory that in five he'll compete with a guy that's been doing it for fifty years yeah. because he understands mistakes he understands how to solve those mistakes he understands how not to do them again uh-huh. um, and he understands how to gather information and and where where these Uh, ideal students transform the world is that we have so much information it is the coolest Mm -hmm. thing i I can watch a guy in india build a pool with a stick it's like on my 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 videos that come up when i get on youtube i mean i I, i'm like this dude's just built a freaking pool with a stick
0: and that's the guy that doesn't ever say a word in any of his videos right Uh, no
1: it's fast forward so every once i get up Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's hilarious. That guy, he makes, it's like, I don't know, it was like one year he made like $3 million. Yeah. I was like, what? For for just digging, yeah. like making something cool? Yeah. Splitting bamboo and getting water from one, one from place a, to the yeah, other? A, like, are, are you creek? kidding me right yeah. now?
1: Like, yeah, and it's like. That's incredible. And <laughs> it's amazing that, that we have that information, but what we've lost is the you have this information, but you don't know how to use it. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah. Uh, when are we going to get to the point where now we have the information and we know how to put it into place? And that's where ideal comes into place. A, we have so much information. Now what we do is we say, look, you don't have to be. Uh, uh, you have to know all that stuff. You, don't, you just have to know where to find it, and then you have to have the confidence. Like you putting in the, the irrigation, we're like, well, I, could, I guess I'll figure it out, right? Yeah but you have the confidence so that's what we teach confidence you built 25 homes you could you can put the irrigation and i'm positive yeah. of it, right you know how oh to, yeah you did this so you you can do that right and, and that's what we know is if you can do this you can do that mm-hmm. and that's what we teach and, and there's so much information I, I i know i how to use a stick so i now know that i can watch that dude and figure out how to build a pool figure with a stick do I want to? Uh, there might be better Sounds ways like of me making it waste <laughs> of my time, but uh, I, I can do it, right? Yeah. And that's the cool thing. Is just, and, and we're excited about the next uh, age of life. We're, mm-hmm. we're excited to get past this part where society changes and says, we love the trades. Please go be a plumber because that teacher who's saying, don't be a plumber
0: can't find someone that that plumber makes more than you teacher yeah by the way and, by the way I mean and, uh, how do you evaluate success uh-huh. is it monetarily then that plumber is more successful than you teacher and has no I'm debt. really sorry and yeah. th- has no debt no yeah. school debt I told Teresa about that I said so when I would hang out with my wife and her doctor friends you know at a dinner party whatever they would you know kind of ride me a little bit you know and they're like and I'd be like how much are you in debt yeah. and some of them a quarter million dollars in debt how much school debt? and yeah. I was like like yeah. that's that's horrific right yeah. and I'm like the whole time i was paid yeah i was paid and i never paid a penny yep I, and it's like what do you how do you evaluate success is it yeah, just the dollar amount then all right maybe you'll make more money than me but i'll get a prevailing wage job well i'll go make 74 dollars an hour in my total package and yep. it's like suddenly i make more than you this year you know yep. i mean it, it's just and like i said there's always work Right. Always. But always. So uh, if we could go to the future, we've been discussing it a little bit. Do you see the trades becoming more accepted or more uh, students pushed towards it or anything like that in the next one, three, five years? Like where, where do you see short term and long term?
1: Oh, it's happening. It's yeah. happening now. Um, I can tell you that 15 years ago when I talked to people about this, uh, I, I was fighting. And now yeah. when I go, people are, are inviting Mm-hmm. They want me to be there. They, they, they're they excited. I, I talked to counselors uh, here in town at Sabino and Saguaro and Santa Rita and Micah Mountain and all of them. And, and when I first did it 15 years ago, I, I didn't get support. And now they're like, oh, yeah, let me let me help you. Let me figure out how to get more people into this. And so um, I, I think that society is finally waking up and guys like Mike Rowe are. Yeah are 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 helping (laughs) safety third (laughs) right yeah you know it's so do i think and and people are listening now and they're regurgitating the right information yeah um i'm i'm pissing people off less than i used to when i say stuff like i say um which means that they don't have anything to fight back on it's like Mm -hmm. yeah uh they they're actually they've caused their own problems and they're like, yeah, I can't, I, I can't disagree. You know, I can't disagree that I am $40,000 in debt or I'm $150,000 in debt and don't have a job, right? Uh-huh. I, I've had guys uh, that I, that I wouldn't pay a barely above minimum wage that had PhDs, right? Working for me. And then guys who don't have any degree that I'd pay $40 an hour. Yeah. And so it's like, statistically, we, we now have this stats that says, we better change this immediately. And so uh, we still have a lot to change. Um, The problem with our government is that once you put laws into place, you can't get them out of place. And so our government system is even, and the funny thing is, is that our government is the one where all these studies that I've been quoting, Mm -hmm. it all comes from- It came from from them? Comes from their websites. (laughs) Comes from their studies. They know that they're the problem, but yet their laws and regulations still say that you have to do these things even though they now know that they don't work. We'll, we'll figure that yeah. one out, right? Yeah. But that's that's a whole hard <laughs> problem to figure out and how to get past that. But, you know, the the, the the charter schools and all of these private schools, it's the way that will that we'll help. So hmm. it, it's not a quick fix. Um, but society now who can't fix anything on their own but also can't call anybody to get to come to their house to fix it. Yeah. it's it's solving the problem all by itself yeah so one year i think we're getting we're we're getting better um five years the problem is is so our our growth module uh will be will be in we'll have 52 schools in the next five years throughout the nation Uh, we've been invited to come to west africa already we've got mexico that wants us to come down and build there too and put their school systems our school systems there um but we have to train and qualify people properly to to teach, right? Well, now
0: I have to think about this. Sorry to interrupt. Now, are, so this isn't just a United States problem, by the way. This is a world problem. I oh, know we're actually this is we're like I mean, the lack of competent construction workers and everything is it worldwide? Oh, it's, it's
1: yeah, and, and and the United. So in New Zealand, New Zealand, I uh, read an article about two years ago that said uh, they would give tradespeople land in New Zealand to move there. Because they See, can't. I
0: said you could go anywhere. There's work everywhere. Yeah, no, because but. it's true. Because no they
1: couldn't. They can't find people to do the work. So, uh, the United States is about five years behind the rest of the world. Right. Okay. So we're we're lacking, and so it's hit these other countries way harder than it, than it's hit us. And they're about five years ahead of us. So they have they they have housing problems. They can't build houses. So what do you think that America is going to look like when we need two million construction workers yeah. and all of the craftsmen retire?
0: it's gonna be bad right
1: and that's that's a worldwide problem and so uh you know we uh, i I had lunch with a a guy from benin and he knows the president in benin it's right next to nigeria that's got 200 million people and he says look can you can you i'll get you in with the president over there just get us started and we'll get we'll get into nigeria they speak english in nigeria we can get we can get the help there they got supplies and so on so we can we can get this going um so it is a worldwide problem, and it's only going to get worse. Wow.
0: Wow. Okay. That's a perfect ending, sir. Yeah. Thank you. No, I, like, <laughs> you I I. had no idea. Yep. That. That's a big mic drop right there. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> All mm-hmm. right. So where could everybody find you?
1: Uh, you can go to IdealTrade.Institute. Uh, if you want to support us, um, we, don't, we, we do take sponsorship, but we sell advertisement uh, to our school. So if you want to support us uh, via um, advertising, we will uh, put your construction site on our website. We can, we'll do banners for your uh, construction site. Or, or if you just want to uh, help the cause, you can also go and, and, and be a, a donator to uh, our, our, our school. But the big thing you can do is uh, we'll we'll start selling these homes, and ideal tinies hmm. will be uh, coming up, and you'll be able to uh, design these cool homes and, and put them on your own land. Uh, Tucson, Arizona uh, approved uh, ADUs in your backyard. You'll be able to okay, put yeah. uh, these um, there, and so you can support us by buying a, a home through us too. And um, and
0: you're even gonna allow them to zi- design it to a, to a certain extent, oh, or yeah, like floor plans and everything. Yeah, it's too? real cool. Our, our that's wep- awesome. Yeah. So that's that's ah, oh, this is so genius. Uh. <laughs> like it's Thanks. it's it's brilliant. Um, I mean, it's such a win-win-win-win everywhere. Right, we want it's just to like, win. holy cow! Like, yeah. oh man! Um, All
1: right. So we're excited. Yeah. Uh, so check us out. It's Ideal Tiny's. Right now, our website's not fully up and running. Right now, you can just see what we're doing. Um, building the website that we want is a, a is a cost, and it takes a little bit of time. Yeah. But you'll be able to build your own home there, and then our students build it and so you're supporting yourself you're supporting the school you're supporting the education you're supporting uh, a lifestyle uh, and you're helping us grow to to solve uh, the problem that's not just in this nation but everywhere
0: wow awesome so thank you yeah of thank course you.